467 Richard the Poet From Albert Schweitzer Wherever a man turns, he can find someone who needs him. Many years ago, I had a friend known as Richard the Poet. I never knew his last name. He was uh, bald and wore thick black framed glasses. He had a beard and he always wore uh, some bib overalls and a white t-shirt underneath and work boots. I don't even know what Richard did for a living, if he did anything for a living. Friend is perhaps not the right word because I'm not sure Richard had friends. He was someone who did not suffer fools, as they say. Richard was bipolar and brilliant and unmedicated. And he had seen God in some fashion. He was the perfect example of the truth of Western culture that those we might see as other would at other times and in other places be seen as saints. Richard let me talk to him because he could see that I too was serious about this God business. I needed to know something that he knew and I recognized myself in him, perhaps peculiarly in that he would start out speaking from the most generous and loving and spiritual place, and sometimes it would just begin to ramp up after a couple, three minutes, and he would end up screaming at someone about how they were going to die in a not very pleasant fashion. And both of those sides of Richard's personality <sighs> mirrored something in myself. So I asked his advice. I wanted to talk to God. I wanted to hear from God. Richard suggested that if I wanted to get in touch with God, I could write to him. So each morning for a while, I would park myself at the kitchen table with a pot of strong coffee, a pack of Marlboros, an ashtray, a pen, a lighter, and a spiral-bound notebook. Now, I've come to find that this type of exercise, uh, or one very much like it, is called two-way prayer and was uh, developed and used by some of the early members of Alcoholics Anonymous. But the way Richard suggested I do it was... At the top of a page, I would write this prayer. God, please help me to write that which will be pleasing to you and which will bring me closer to you. Thank you, God. Amen. And then Richard said, draw a line under this prayer and write. So I did. Sometimes free form stream of consciousness, sometimes questions and answers. 
the questions from me, the answers seemingly from God, the pen moving almost of its own accord. I found a voice inside that was so friendly and compassionate and, and uh, at sometimes brilliant and almost as if it had been waiting to speak to me. It just came through all kinds of beauty and positivity. Like I imagine the book Conversations with God must be, though I, I haven't read it. But I would write, and then once a week or so, I'd report to Richard, and we would discuss. And when we were discussing, he was always uh, calm Richard and loving Richard and intelligent Richard, brilliant Richard. The writing and the conversations with Richard gave me uh, a lot of comfort. Now, one day, I wrote a question, and the answer came back, I don't know. I was stunned. I, I sat there, pen poised for the longest time. Then I wrote, what do you mean you don't know? You're God. You're supposed to know everything. And the answer came back, I never said I was God. Now, this stopped me because I realized that, indeed, the voice had never made that claim. It was an assumption on my part. So I wrote, well, is God in there? And the answer came back, of course. And I watched in consciousness at that moment a mental structure that had constrained me and my ideas of what God could be. I watched as it broke apart and dissolved, and I was left with a feeling of spaciousness and expansiveness that was breathtaking. I was no longer stuck with a finite idea of this infinite thing that God must be. I had been given a new level of freedom. I was reminded of Richard recently and felt such gratitude. When he was able to fight through his insanity, fight through his demons, his generosity of spirit was astounding. He was another soul struggling through the confusion of life towards some light he had seen in the distance and he was willing to reach back to lend a hand to a fellow traveler. I hope in my best moments I live up to his example. Today I will remind myself that regardless of how much difficulty I may seem to be having, someone else might be having a harder time than I am. I will keep my eyes open and my ears open, and when I find that person... I will be sure to lend a hand. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time.
So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.